Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the D1 Only Podcast. My name is Eduardo Villalpando and we have a very special guest today. Actually, lots of listeners have been asking me to get him on the podcast. So three seasons later, he's finally here, Liam Draxel. Welcome, Liam. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Eduardo. It's good to be here. Yeah, you got it, man. Liam is originally from Ontario, Canada and is an NCAA Division I student athlete at the University of Kentucky. During his junior career, he was ranked as high as number nine in the world in the ITF junior circuit and he played all four grand slams while in college he's established as the number one player at kentucky as a freshman so congrats on a great junior and college career so far thank you thanks man yeah uh, so just to kick things off uh, as i previously said you were ranked top 10 in the world in juniors and even had a career high of 500 in the atp rankings despite having so much success as a junior how did you decide college tennis was the path you wanted to take uh, I think I always wanted to uh, go the college route uh, throughout my junior career. Uh, my dad really wanted me to go to school. I thought it, it would be a really good transition period uh, to go to the pros. So I took his advice and I ended up going to Kentucky. I took all my my visits and you know, UK stood out to me and I committed there. Yeah, I actually think it was a pretty smart decision, which also shows how mature you were since an early age, because a lot of junior players rank so high in the world. They may think at times that they have it all figured out and they try jumping straight into the Pro Tour, which, of course, is not an easy transition. And especially for Canadian players who are getting all this economic support from Tennis Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was true because Tennis Canada, they've support me a lot uh throughout the years and they provided me with a lot of challenger wild cards so they've helped me out a bunch that's probably why i've gotten to my uh career high of 500 before i started playing college so they've they've helped me out a lot uh so yeah their support has been really helpful uh throughout my career yeah and when did you start realizing college tennis was the path you want to take was it like early in your junior career or was it just like as you as you said you you're that always like made you study at the same time as you were doing tennis. So when did you start thinking about going to college and just like starting the recruiting process in general? Yeah, well, actually, I wasn't ranked too high in the ITFs. Uh, when I was getting recruited, you know, I was probably around 200 ITF. And then once I committed to UK, it was probably in October. Uh, that's when I had my first good result at the grade A in Mexico. I ran around like November. Where I made the finals. Uh, and that jumped my ranking up to like top 50 right away. So, you know, like I was just, I was always going to college. Like I really didn't think I was, you know, that close to, to even thinking about going pro. So I kind of was a late bloomer in my junior career. I only had success like at the very uh, last year of eight, under 18. Yeah. And would you say committing to Kentucky kind of helped you like this stress a little bit in your junior career? And that's why you got like so much success after you committed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was talking about that with my like friends and family. After, like you commit, you know, it can take a lot of pressure off. But I don't know. It, it might have took some pressure off like subconsciously, but. Uh, I didn't notice, like, oh, like I can play out like so loose now. I, no, I didn't notice any like uh, stress release. Okay, okay. And since we're speaking of it, how was that whole process for you? Just from talking to coaches to getting your tests done, like the SAT, among other things, which I assume must have been hard because at the same time you were also doing the ITF Junior Tour, where basically you were traveling every week or yeah. every other week. 
Yeah, yeah, it was really tough. Um, yeah, it was, and it was hard to get uh, visiting the the schools in because I was always playing uh, tournaments. And yeah, my recruiting process it was it was pretty hectic. Uh, a lot of schools were talking to me, and it was really tough to like narrow it down and to decide which schools I wanted to take my official visits on. Um, so yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Uh, it, yeah, it was it was a it was a big process. And after after I committed to UK, I was. I was just like, oh, it's finally over. Like, I'm, I'm going to like, I'm going to UK now. Like, I've, I've figured out where I want to go. So, it was yeah. a big relief. Yeah, for sure. And aside from UK, which other schools were you, did you visit? I visited four schools. I visited Texas A&M, Michigan, Texas, and then Kentucky. Okay, and why did Kentucky just stand out? Uh, I'd say probably the coaching staff is is the main reason I went there. Uh, the assistant coach Matt Gordon. He previously coached me here at Saddlebrook for for a couple of years, uh, so I had a little bit of like an in there. And I just think it would be great to go to school and have your previous coach there. You know, he can Matt. Matt has helped me a lot. Also, the head coach. After getting recruited by Matt, I uh, started to know Cedric a little bit uh, more, and you know, I really liked how Cedric was coaching. I think he can uh, help to my game a lot. And, You know, the coaching staff, I think, at UK is, is really good, and I think they're going to really uh, help my game and make me make me a better player. Yeah, for sure. And so you can keep it 100 with me in this question. Uh, a lot of players kind of, when they are looking for colleges, of course, all, this, all of these schools you mentioned, like Texas A&M, Michigan, Kentucky, all of those schools are, like, great both academically and like athletically speaking would you say looking for a good balance in both was something you were looking for or were you a bit more inclined on okay if it's just a good tennis program I'm, I want to go there yeah I was I was looking uh, where I wanted to go to university pretty much off the tennis program uh, professional tennis is something I want to pursue after after college so I was I was focusing more on the athletics department okay perfect Um, how was how is it going to a school in a place like Kentucky where the campus is so big and classes are like three there's classes that are like 300 people in a lecture so was it hard yeah. to adjust especially coming from juniors where you were doing online school to just like right away get into one of these big classrooms yeah yeah it was it was different because I went online school uh, when I was in grade grade 10 so I wasn't really used to like going in, to the classroom and stuff and the campus is so big I was walking so much like my feet were getting so sore at the end of the day it's like just like 20 minutes walking to class and then back like I was walking all over the campus it's it's a grind <laughs> yeah for sure especially in a big like you said in a big campus like Kentucky that must be like really yeah. hard um, so yeah, do you tiring. do you think going to like Going to Laurel Springs online school, do you think that made the transition to college a bit tougher on the academic side or not really? Uh, I think Laurel Springs is a is a great online school. Um, I feel like a online school is it's a bit harder to to learn and really like develop as a student because there's not like a teacher physically there with you to 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 teach you. Um, But I think I did a pretty good job in Laurel Springs. It's a it's a pretty good program. So I think I think they did a good job. Yeah, and do you guys have like 
mandatory study hall or something like that for the freshmen, or is it just like studying on your own time? Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a building called CATS. It's like in the academic center for all the student athletes there. And yeah, you have to you have to study like a certain amount of hours per week in the in the study hall in the building at CATS. Okay. Yeah, the, there's a lot of uh, academic support at UK. They do uh, they help us out a, a lot uh, for the student athletes. Yeah, for sure. And was it hard to balance athletics and academics at first when you first got to UK? Um, to be honest, I thought I was going to struggle a little bit more with the balance, but once I got there and got settled in, um, no, I didn't, I didn't really struggle with the academics and athletics at the, at the same time. Okay. What's a regular day like for you at Kentucky, just in the middle of the season? I know like this season got cut short, but like in the middle of yeah. February. Um, yeah, it's playing in the uh, spring season. It's, it's pretty different because. You know, I'm used to going to play like ITFs that are a week long, uh, not like one day, one match. So it's just you're bouncing all over the place. Like you're you're going. We went to Alabama for from like Thursday to Sunday, and then we come back. Like we train for like three or four days, and then we have a match the next weekend. And you're traveling to all these different universities, playing on all these different types of hard courts. It's it's yeah. You you have to keep adjusting. That's for sure. Yeah, but I mean, at the at the same time, as you say. The teachers, like, they do a really good job supporting the student athletes. So at the end of the day, if you get, like, behind on something, at the end of the day, they're going to, like, extend the period, especially for you, because they know how busy you are, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially when they know you're, it's uh, spring, like, it's uh, tennis player season. They're, yeah, they're pretty uh, flexible with, with due dates. And, yeah, they're, most of them are pretty understanding. Yeah. And for the people listening who may not know how junior and college players work out, I don't know if you care to explain a little bit how much your routine has changed from when you were in juniors to now being in college. Like, for example, like, of course, you were doing like online school, so you were like maybe practicing twice a day and now you're practicing once or how, how much has it changed? Uh, it's changed a little bit. I'm, I'm definitely practicing uh, um, a lot less on the court now. Uh, but you know the time time slot I have every day at UK. You know I gotta you gotta make it count. Um, so I'm definitely uh, not training as much uh, time wise. But you know I think uh, with my team, they all my teammates they work really hard, and I think we have a pretty good environment, and uh, we all we all work hard. So uh, I enjoy the training there. Yeah, and what do you think? As you said, like of course you're part of a team now, which is like which is like new to you, especially because like tennis is like such an individual sport that coming into college tennis is basically now a team sport. So how do you like this environment of being like in the same team as other seven or eight guys that have the same goals as you and you guys are pushing each other to be better? Yeah, uh, honestly, I, I think it's amazing. You know, I feel like a lot of, you know, uh, players coming from the juniors should definitely go to college because it's, it's honestly so fun, you know, competing as a team out there. You know, you're all you're all repping uh, your your one school. You know, you're only you're always repping like the same thing, and it's it's really nice. And you know, get that nice team environment, and you know, compete as a team, win as a team, lose as a team. It's 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 honestly great. You you can't get that anywhere um, other than NCAA tennis. It's it's great. Yeah, I agree. And what do you think of the college rules such as no ad scoring and no let? Because I think the junior tour already like implemented that. I don't know if you got to play with those rules when you were in the junior circuit. But what do you think about those rules in, just in general? 
Um, honestly, I don't think, uh, like playing Let's, I don't think it makes that much of a difference at all. Uh, but no ad, it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, but personally, I think, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, there's, there's no ads. Like I would have won that game if, you know, there is advantages, but I think that the, the better player is going to win the deuce point. That's what I personally feel. So I don't think those changes, uh, you know, uh, change the outcome of the match at all. Yeah, that's when you that's when you realize who's the better player, actually, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the big points, yeah. Um, did the college did the level in college tennis surprise you, or were you kind of expecting it to be this competitive? Um, I mean, yeah, I definitely, you know, coming in, you know, it's like competitive, and you know, yeah, it can get pretty feisty out there sometimes. Um, And yeah, coming in as a freshman, I think, you know, not a lot of freshmen are prepared for college tennis because it's, it's not even close to what tennis I was playing in, in the juniors. Like the environment, you know, all, all of like playing as a team, you know, it's just way more intense. It's way more competitive. It's, it's completely different. Yeah, and especially you being a freshman and playing at the top of the lineup, you're basically playing like high quality matches every week. And normally your court is the one that the most amount of people are watching, you know. So I, I yeah, imagine like yeah, the, yeah. the pressure is tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure you feel maybe a little bit of additional pressure because, you know, you're not just playing for yourself. You're playing for five other guys. You're playing for your whole team out there. So, yeah, definitely sometimes, you know, like the, the pressure can get to you. But um, I think a lot of freshmen, you know, like, they come in and they're not really used to it they can they can struggle a little bit um so yeah i'm just looking forward to next year i kind of i kind of know what to expect now <laughs> yeah and do you think you have matured in your long year at kentucky so far um yeah yeah i think i have um i think i was i was kind of used to you know living on my own i was traveling a lot uh to hold a whole lot of countries you know playing the itf circuit So I was kind of used to know, uh, used to being kind of responsible. So I think it wasn't that much of a like a, a change for me. Okay, okay. Um, so being at Kentucky, of course, there's a lot of distractions like women, drugs, parties, etc., which are so accessible for students and therefore athletes. Is there a secret behind not falling into all of this when you're in college, or is it just a matter of keeping your priorities straight? Yeah, I think it's important when you go to college. Yeah, for sure you can get distracted a little bit. But, you know, you just got to keep your priorities straight and, you know, keep uh, trying to reach uh, your personal goals, which I want to play professional tennis. So, yeah, uh, for sure, yeah, you just got to keep your priorities straight. Yeah. Um, so just a couple of more questions before we get to the final segment of the podcast. Um, Tennis Canada has always done a great job with players from all levels. I think that's why they're one of the best tennis federations in the entire world. What can you say from a personal experience has been like, just like your experience with Tennis Canada? Uh, it's It's been great, uh, to be honest, man. You know, like I was, uh, I was pretty high in uh, my country from, from under 12 and Throughout all my junior years, they've, you know, they've uh, took me on trips to Europe playing like the Tennis Europe series. And then well, when we got a little bit older, they're taking us and traveling uh, to the ITFs. Uh, you know, it was great traveling with all like my Canadian friends. You know, it's honestly playing college tennis now. You, you didn't realize how, how fun and 
how many like uh, memories you've made on the uh, on the junior tour, and I've realized that now that what a blast it's been. Uh, and and honestly, if it wasn't for tennis Canada, I don't I don't think I'd be uh, like the player I am today. I wouldn't uh, be at, like uh, have the name for myself that I do now. So they they've been a huge support to me. Yeah. Um, you were actually the fourth Canadian player I get on the podcast. I also had Alexis Gallardo, Benjamin Seguin, and Jack Davis as guests. So I would like to ask you, what do you think of this like, kind of new generation of Canadian college players? Like, of course, the players I mentioned, plus Tahabadi at Wake Forest, Nikai Mwamba at Liberty, your teammate, of course, Gabriel Diallo, who are kind of showing the junior players in Canada that, that the pro route is not the only path that exists, but also college tennis. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great, you know, like uh, me, Taha, and Ben, I think we both got pretty, uh, we all got pretty high in the, the ITF rankings, and we still chose, we still chose college, so I think that's gonna, you know, kind of be an eye-opener for a lot of juniors coming up now, you know, who have some ITF uh, success, also um, uh, recruit coming in this year for UK, Josh Lapidat, he was pretty high as well, I think he was top 100 ITF, and he's coming to college now too, so... I definitely think uh, recently more top juniors are, are picking the college route. Yeah, and especially Canadians, which is good, like, just for Tennis Canada in general, I bet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, this is the last segment of the podcast. It's called the D15. It's five rapid-fire questions. You got to answer them as fast as you can, okay? All right, let's go. Ontario or Kentucky? Ontario, Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, like, what do I think of Ontario and Kentucky? No, just like Ontario or Kentucky. Oh. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, Ontario, it's got to be home. Juniors or college? College. Favorite college memory? Uh, beating Alabama 4-3. Most listened artist at the moment? Drake. Other than tennis, what other profession would you like to attempt? professional golf player <laughs> okay perfect is is golf something you actually enjoy doing like as a hobby oh i i yeah i, I love golf yeah and what's uh, your major again sorry i didn't i didn't get it might be my that. favorite sport oh really over tennis what'd you say sorry i think you could uh no i mean it's pretty close i mean in florida i've, I've golfed a lot you know especially now with a lot of time on my hands i've been golfing Pretty much every day, so yeah, I, I love golf. <laughs> yeah, and especially being at Saddlebrook too. As you imagine, like, there's a huge like golf course there too. Yeah, 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 it's perfect. Yeah, wait, what's your major again? Sorry, I didn't get to ask you that. Marketing. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Liam. Thank you so much just for taking the time and keeping it a hundred with me. I appreciate you. As as I previously said, a lot of people were asking me to get you on the podcast, and I like really appreciate you just for taking the time. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is fun. Yeah, thank you, Liam, and thanks to all the fans for tuning in to another D1-only episode, and see you guys next time.